Do you want to stay more focused on the right goals in your life or even just figure out what the right goals are for you? Do you want clarity? Do you want better work-life balance? Well, you're in the right place. Welcome to Success Through Failure. Welcome to the Success Through Failure podcast, the show that reveals failure as your path to success. You'll listen to intriguing interviews with some of the most successful people on the planet and learn how their failures became a launchpad for success and how yours can too. Here's your host, former Division I All-American wrestler, former Division I head coach, speaker, and personal coach, Jim Harshaw. Welcome to another episode of Success Through Failure. Today, I'm bringing you another solo episode, and oh my goodness, I have been waiting years to record this episode. It's been a long time coming. Been thinking about this, been dreaming about this, and the day is finally here. So the day that you are listening to this is my last day with the job at the University of Virginia. Recording this uh, just a couple days in advance as I prepare to leave my position at UVA. And uh, maybe you knew or maybe you, you didn't know that I do have a full-time job and I work at the University of Virginia. I talked about my job and going to the office and and that's where I worked. And it's a, it's been an amazing experience and uh, and it's a job that I love. And so why would I leave it? Well, because I understand what is most important to me and what my true deep down core values are. And uh, and sometimes that make, means making hard decisions and saying no to something that you enjoy uh, so that you can say yes to something that you enjoy even more. And so, wow, um, this is my last day. As you listen to this, I should say, as I publish this, the, the day this gets published on Monday, September 30th, is my final day with a job at the University of Virginia. Tomorrow morning, I will wake up with no job. And it will be just me, Jim, the solo entrepreneur. So let me tell you a little bit of a story, the backstory behind this, how this came about, and how you can do this too. And I'm not talking about how you can quit your job. What I'm talking about is how you can live in full alignment with what is most important to you. And that may mean changing jobs. That may mean staying in the exact same job you have right now. That may mean uh, changing how you go about your relationship with your spouse or significant other or family. That may mean not changing anything. That may mean changing your lifestyle and how you live and eat and you know wellness, whether it's physical or emotional wellness. But there may be, well, I should say there is some kind of change that you want in your life. We all have it, right? And how do you actually make that happen? Because right now, you know, it may seem further off than ever. And guess what? I know that feeling too. And things might be kind of okay for you. Yeah, that's fine. They're okay right now. But you know there's more. You know there's more potential in you. You know there's another level. You know there's more impact on the world that you can make. How do you get from where you're at right now to there? Even though you go, man, there's a huge void. There's a huge gap between now where I'm at and, and where I want to get to. And so let me share with you my story and point out some key action items that you can take, some key things that you can do to have the experience in this world 
that you want to have because you only get to do this once. And so this starts uh, years ago. So just kind of backing up a little bit, you know, I, I had a lot of success as an athlete. I was a NCAA Division One All American wrestler, three time conference champion. Uh, graduated from the number one public school in the country, University of Virginia, with two degrees. Got invited to live and train at the Olympic Training Center for free full-time as a resident athlete and Olympic hopeful. Shortly after that, I got into coaching, started my coaching career. Not long after that, I became the youngest Division I head wrestling coach in the country. Um, I ended up coaching Division I collegiately for about a decade before I left the coaching business to start my first business. And started my first business and that was also a success. So I had this like series of successes, right? One after another, after another kind of stacked on top of each other. And, and I built that and I started my, I sold that business, started my next business and worked and worked and worked on that business with my head down. And finally, about a couple of years later, I, I lifted my head up and looked around and I realized, man, I have run my life into the ground. I realized that I was so far off track from what I actually wanted in my life that I left, found myself broken, right? For lack of a better description, I, w- I was financially broke. We had debt up to our eyeballs. I had a failed business, a failing marriage. My, well, I wasn't spending enough time with my kids. I was in the worst physical shape of my life. And I remember looking on Craigslist for a job thinking, you know, how did I get here? I was literally sitting on my couch one night and... And I closed the lid on my computer. I went upstairs and I, you know, if you've been at any of my speaking events, you, you've heard me tell this story before, but uh, maybe I've told this on the podcast once or twice as well. But I, I remember laying down next to my wife in bed, laying next to Allie thinking like, how did I get here? How did I go from all this success to, to the bottom, right? And I realized there were things in place in my life then that were not, that were not in place in my life now. And I realized this sort of, formula, this system for creating a life that you want to live. And, and, um, and so I, I came to this realization, but I, I kind of, I pushed it aside. I said, this, this sounds like a really, these are things that I, that I need to get back into my life. But right now I've got to get a job. I've got to, you know, I've got this entrepreneurial streak that I really want to start another business, but I, I've got to push all that aside. You know, I've got to get an income coming in. I've got to support my family. And I did. And I, and I got a great job. And I, I got a job at the University of Virginia. And I shut down my last business. And I kind of went about my life. And I'll be honest, it was just fine. It, 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 was, it was just fine. I had, a, I had a great job at a great place. It was a mission-driven place and a, a mission that aligned very closely to my personal mission and my personal uh, uh, core values. But I knew there was more in me, right? And I knew that there was this sort of system that I had discovered where you can live your best life. And I thought, well, maybe this is a gym thing. Maybe this, I don't even know if this really works, right? Is this the truth or is this just something that kind of worked in my life when I was competing? And well, let me, let me test this out in a couple areas of my life. So shortly after that, I had a, an embarrassing failure uh, speaking in front of a, a group of people, just a couple hundred people. And literally, I actually asked the question of the speaker. And, and when the speaker called on me, everybody, all 200 people turned around and looked at me. And I, had, I was standing there with a the microphone in my hand and my heart started beating out of my chest. And I'm like, what the heck is wrong with me? Like, I, I get hyper nervous speaking in front of an audience. And so I, 
this is a weakness of mine. I need to change this. So how do I do that? Well, I set a goal. I surrounded myself with the right people. I signed up for Toastmasters, began practicing. And lo and behold, one day I hear a commercial on TV, on the radio about the Charlottesville TEDx event. And it's one of the largest. There's like thousands and thousands of TEDx events all around the world. Charlottesville is in the top 1% of largest TED events in the world. So I apply for this. And I, you know, long story short, I get accepted. I get chosen to be the one community speaker amongst all these amazing speakers they brought in from all over the country, even internationally. And there's Jim gets to speak here, right? It's like, holy cow, like, wow, this, this system, there may be something to this system of understanding what you value, creating aligned goals, creating an environment of excellence, bringing the right people into your life, and then creating a plan for follow through. And I was kind of dabbling in that, right? And, and then after I got selected to give this TEDx talk, about a week prior to actually giving the talk, I gave a practice talk. I was actually invited to speak to an organization. And it was like, oh, this is a great opportunity for me to, to do a little practice because they had heard I was going to be this TEDx speaker. And so I said, oh, man, this is a great, great opportunity. So I, I went and I, I spoke, stood in front of this group with an opportunity to practice. Totally failed. Total meltdown. Just failed. And uh, just got totally off track and, and lost my place in the talk. And it was just, it was, it was terrible. Right? It was embarrassing. And here I am a week out from giving the biggest talk of my life. And so what do I do? I'm thinking, you know, all this, this, these doubts start filling my head of like, wait a second, Jim, you can't really do this. You're, remember, you're not a good public speaker, right? Remember, um, remember, Jim, you failed. Remember you, all those times you failed as an athlete, you know, all those successes, they, that wasn't really you. That was like other things or you got lucky and all this doubt started creeping into my head. And then I sat down with my speaking coach. And she set me straight. We practiced some more. We revised. We updated. We edited. We practiced. And a week later, I got up on stage and I nailed it. It reminded me, Jim, you can't do this alone. You've had coaches in your life before. And guess what? You need those coaches in your life now too. It's no different. And so I came to that realization. And this is this system sort of slowly coming into place for me. And and then... I really started implementing that system in other areas of my life. I started implementing it in my health and fitness because I was in the worst physical shape of my life. I committed to running a half marathon. I hated running. I always told myself I was not good at running. I hated running. So I signed up for a half marathon, ran that, and I basically implemented the same system, put all these things in place. And I'm not going to go into the details of how I set that system up, but I, I did. I used the components of what I call reveal your path. It's the coaching system that I have, the curriculum. And I started putting those pieces in place. I ran a half marathon. I started putting those pieces in place. My relationship with Allie healed. I started putting those things in place. I started making more money. And I got to this place where I said, I'm on to something here. I'm on to something. But I was still having failures. I was still having setbacks. But I, but I realized you're on to something, Jim. And I was at this moment where I was like, so, so do I go back to the old gym with self-doubt and settling for less and not really living your passion? Or do I move forward and really start sharing this and teaching this to people? And there was this self-doubt that came with that. But I decided to start anyway. So I started the podcast four plus years ago from right now when you're listening to this. And 
And then shortly after, I started the first Reveal Your Path program, after I kind of put this curriculum together. But I started, and I had my first group. And that first group was made up of Jake and Trevor and Jack and Mike and Charlie. You guys know who you are if you're out there listening. And it was okay. It was a four-week program. Um, it wasn't anything like it is today, but, but I started. If I go back and look at the curriculum that I had then compared to what I have now, it's embarrassing, right? And the founder of LinkedIn said, if you're, if you're not embarrassed by your first iteration, you started too late. Well, I didn't start too late because <laughs> I'm embarrassed by my first iteration. But I ran it again after that group was done. And then I ran it again. I ran it a third time. But by the time I got to group three, it was getting pretty good. And actually, three of the guys who were in that third group are still with me. They're still clients of mine today, Dale and Matt and Jeff. You guys know who you are if you're out there listening. And so I started to live this out, and I started to actually believe that maybe, just maybe, someday I can share this with the world, and I can actually share this with even more people. But there's that doubt, that hesitation. But I had to accept this new role, Jim. I, I was now a coach. I was now a speaker, and it was a new gym. I right? kind of shed this old shell and, and stepped into this new role of Jim the coach, Jim the speaker. And Jim's sort of sharing his failures and his vulnerabilities. I didn't like to do that. And, and so I stepped into this new role and there were still failures. There were still setbacks. Gosh, I can remember a talk that I gave to one of my clients actually here in Charlottesville. And it didn't go well. Matter of fact, I called his wife by the wrong name at the very beginning of the talk. How embarrassing. It was so bad. And, uh, and the feedback that I got at the end of it was like, wow, Jim, you could have done this better, that better. And, and it, it, was, it was a failure. And what did I do? I, I iterated. I improved. I hired a coach. I paid money for a speaking coach. And guess what? I got better. But I had to commit to this path. And it was, it was a scary, hard path. And, and so I started coaching more clients, started doing more talks. And, and my coaching sessions, for you guys who are guys and men and women who are listening, you know we do our coaching calls sometimes at ridiculous times of the day, right? We do them on... You know, 6 a.m. or 6.30 in the morning sometimes. We do them uh, on my commute when I'm driving to the office. We do them, uh, you know, on Saturday mornings or over lunch break. And, and so I created this ridiculous schedule for myself. But I was, it wasn't hard work. It wasn't hard work. I know you might think I'm crazy for saying that. I've got four kids. I've got a, a job that takes far more than the 40 or 50-hour typical week. I travel. There's a lot of nights and weekends. And, but I fit this business into it because I cared. It wasn't hard work. It was inspired action. It was inspired action. It wasn't hard. I enjoyed it. I thrived when I was doing it. But yeah, was it hard? Yeah, I mean, you could say it was hard because I had to, had to fit it in. There was no white space on my calendar. And I started getting testimonials. But I still had doubt. But I started having people tell me this, things like this. This is a, a talk that I gave recently. Someone, get the testimonial was this. is said, wow, we were blown away. And another testimonial that I got was, uh, Jim, I can't give you enough praise for today. I don't know if you realize the power of your presentation, presentation, but it is real. Those are from talks that I had given. And I started getting personal, my, my individual personal executive and, and, and life coaching clients gave me testimonials like, Jim, I've seen and felt more personal change in myself in the past 10 weeks than in any other period in my life. Another one said, recently I completed your program and I can honestly say it totally changed the direction of my life. I would pay double what I did to be where I'm at today. 
Another one said, I'm shattering the goals I've set for myself already. I feel pretty much unstoppable. Every aspect of my life has been affected positively. And I'm going to give you one last one. Then I'm going to tell you how I felt after this. I, this one was, uh, uh, she said, I feel like I've taken a huge leap forward, like I went straight from first gear to fourth gear. All of that, and I still had doubt. I still had doubt. Can I do this? Can I do this? And I built the business, and I honed my craft, and I worked on it, and I fought, fought for balance in my life, and I you know, made sure I was spending enough time with my kids and enough time with my wife and, and getting my work done and building my business and staying fit and staying healthy and, and balancing all these areas of my life. But it was hard. But it wasn't hard work. It was inspired action. And I've gotten to the point where I'm at now where I have to choose between two awesome opportunities, continuing in the job that I have now, which I love. And there's amazing people at this university and stepping out and sharing what I know with the world and helping people. And I've chosen the latter. I've chosen to quit my job and go for it. I'm going all in to serve you. I hope to make this podcast even better. Uh, I will invest more in my clients and my coaching clients and in my speaking clients, in the companies that I serve and the individuals that I serve, but I'm doing it. It's been a lot of hard work. It's been a lot of failure, a lot of setback, a lot of doubt, but I've gotten to this point where you, the listener, and you, my clients out there who are listening, you've made this possible. If this isn't about Jim Harshaw, this is about you. This is about serving you. This is about making the world a better place. And this is not a, a program or a system that I created. I discovered this. I was handed this through the experiences of my, myself and, and those of my, uh, of all the podcast guests who I've listened to, who I've interviewed on the podcast and my clients who I've worked with and, and, and helped over the years. I've learned that this process works for anybody trying to level up, trying to get to the next level. And now it's possible for me to live a more balanced life. I can focus solely on one job, on my business, right? And leave this amazing place, but I can really commit to this. Now, I'm also not in some closet where I think that everything's going to be perfect. It's going to be a grind. And I don't want you to think that either, right? The grass is always greener, they say, right? Well, guess what? I'm not going to have a team, an amazing team of people to work with like I do at UVA right now. And and there's going to be hard things that I've got to do. I'm going to have hard coaching calls. I'm going to have hard events that I've got to run. I've got to have, you know, it's going to be hard, right? There are going to be days where I'm going to be fired up and stoked. There are going to be days where maybe I'm not. That's, that's life. And, but instead of, instead of going on Saturday to UVA football games, which I love to do, I'm going to go to my kids' baseball games and field hockey games and piano recitals. I also love to do that. I get to choose. And I just want to say thank you to those who have trusted me. It's with mixed emotions that I, uh, I, I step away from my awesome job and awesome people at UVA. Uh, it's been years of work. And so I challenged you to think about what is it that you want? And if you want to have that conversation with me, we can do that. You can go to my website, jimharshawjr.com slash apply and just apply for a, a free coaching call with me. No strings attached. But you can do this. You can commit. You can go all in in an area of your life where you know you need to go all in. And again, I'm not advocating quitting your job. That's not like this blanket solution, right? Some entrepreneurs say, ah, but you got to quit your job and go you know, follow your passion. That, that's not always true, right? You can follow your passion and, and stay in your job right now. There's a lot of different ways to follow your passion. 
And But I challenge you to think about the fear that you're facing. Think about what is the fear that's holding you back because it's a fear. Make no mistake, it is a fear. What you want is on the other side of that fear. And you may know that fear consciously or it may be subconscious. Maybe deep down, you may have to do some exploration, maybe some journaling, or maybe you know, a coaching call can help bring that out. But there's more possible for you, and there's more possible for me. And I thank you for listening to this episode, being on this journey with me. I'm going to have the action item or action plan from this episode. Just go to jimharshajr.com slash action, and you can get the action plan from this. You can get the action plan from all the episodes I've ever published, which is well over 200 by now. And there's a lot of great resources in there. There's goal-setting templates, goal-setting worksheets. And I just challenge you to not be stuck. If you're stuck, take the next step. Have a conversation. Write down your goals. Do some journaling. Commit to yourself. And as always, as always, take the time to get clear on your goals and embrace failure as a stepping stone on your path to success. 